you are listening to an episode of Back Row Movie News. The podcast name and scope has changed. It is now the Broken Record Podcast, uh, but you can still enjoy the past episodes of Back Row Movie News on this feed. Make sure you follow uh, the Broken Record Podcast or Podcast Broken Record. Depends on what social media site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for updates on future episodes. What's going on, you guys? Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Back Row Movie News. Uh, it's another solo episode for this guy, Two Thumbs. I just saw Ad Astra, and I just wanted to get a review out, put it on the website, because to say right off the top, I love it. Absolutely love it. And you're going to find out a little bit why right here on Back Row Movie News. <laughs> to the best seat now so everybody i'm chase Kupo. make sure you go and subscribe to that youtube channel and uh check out our most recent episode a regular episode with kazen and i all right um ad astra uh just to say right off the top just what a film i went into this with rather low expectations i mean I saw the trailers and I thought it looked good and I saw just the crazy color palette, the wild visuals and I thought, you know, this it almost looks like a uh, maybe like it might be a, a worse version of of something real similar to to some of the classic what uh sci-fi grand epics, you know, whether it's recent or not, maybe it's Blade Runner 2049, the original Blade Runner uh 2001 a Space Odyssey, etc. And I didn't say et cetera because those are the only ones I know, I swear. But, you know, it looked like it might be like a version, something in the vein of those movies, but not quite those movies, if you kind of catch my drift. So I went into this with low expectations thinking it'll look cool. I'm sure I'll see and hear some things that make me think and feel a little, but um, it would be an understatement to say... I love this movie. I mean, from the first frame, the first image, uh, even before like the first technical, like official image, just the um, the uh, th this is spoiler alert by the way. The I'm gonna spoil the movie. Uh, you can read the article accompanying this, and and it won't it won't spoil anything. But uh, this is gonna be spoilers. Just uh, hang on, I'm just getting a little tired there. Just um. The the movie starts with uh uh again similar to Blade Runner actually it starts with just uh some text you know over the over a black screen I forget what it says off the top of my head of course it's something poetic and you know sci-fi ish it's actually and it's this really rich and I don't know exactly I can't remember maybe it's just the way maybe sort of like a gradient but it's just this rich rich red. And the text is really striking, and that's how the movie starts. And uh, they work Ad Astra, the title, into it. And then everything, all the rest of the text fades except for Ad Astra. And it pans over to, uh, it, it's like, and then it, it turns into a panning shot. And I think basically we're panning in like 180 degrees or so. And uh, we're passing by the light of something. I, I think it, it's supposed to be the Earth or a star, but 
from right from then the, this movie had me in a trance pretty much because it was it was really really beautifully done and uh just i mean I can, i'll keep going on that real quick with the visuals uh you've seen you probably saw it in the trailers and you knew this was going to be a movie with a lot of grand epic looking shots a lot of crazy color and contrast and sometimes that feels a bit much I guess that's a way to put it you know not quite uh, honest to the movie itself you know but in this movie it surprisingly worked I mean and there's countless countless moments where just completely beautiful I mean this movie at absolutely going to be nominated for special effects awards if it doesn't win then uh, what is it uh if it doesn't win every in almost every special effects or effects category then i don't know what the world's coming to but um uh the the shots pretty much any shot in space earth looks amazing uh the the design of the the mars city and uh and and landscape the moon looks striking it looks so really and honestly when they those those just those still those longer shots in between action on the moon or, or what's going on 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 mars even neptune it's just you look at that planet and it feels like it's there like i can feel that planet and I think this movie, it created an, a crazy atmosphere that immerses, at least me, I would think a lot of people feel this way, immerses me completely. And I really, really just, I can't say enough about how they've managed uh, to create something really memorable and unique. Before I go even further than I did, uh, just a, a little bit of uh, uh, info about who made the movie, just so I can hopefully remember the names as I'm speaking and not say they, they did this, they did that, you know, trying to be a little more specific. But it was directed by James Gray. It was written by Gray and uh, Ethan Gross. It stars Brad Pitt as Roy McBride, Tommy Lee as H. Clifford McBride, Ruth Nega as Helen Lantos, Donald Sutherland has a pretty big role as Thomas Pruitt, Kimberly Ellis, Kimberly Elise uh, plays Lorraine Devers, she's part of the uh, space crew later in the film, Lauren Dean as Donald Stanford, Donnie Keshawars as Captain Lawrence, uh, and then um, Bobby Nish as Franklin Noshida, and Sean Blakemore as Willie Levin. Uh, that's just kind of the very tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's a lot of characters in the movie. But, um, yeah, so I talked a little bit about the visuals. And I guess, well, okay, in terms of actually doing like a little review, saying what I liked, what I didn't like, uh, another thing to add is Brad Pitt was as advertised. He had an amazing turn in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. He killed it with the rest of the cast there, and it, it really shows that it showed that Brad Pitt had has some game left. And this movie, while it it's not quite, I mean, it's a different movie, so it's tough to kind of say this, but I think I feel this way. It's almost not quite as good a performance, but it's just such a different movie, such a different character. Uh, the way Roy is played and written and you know directed of course 
it's a very very understated well how about a very low key performance i mean it, it's he's he's a guy he's a man who's who's very dedicated to his duties he's really good at what he does he's extremely smart and he's built up these these horrible emotional walls and he has a lot of stress and uh he's kind of uh teetering like on the break on 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 the edge of a breakdown for it seems like his whole life at least for what we see in this period of his life that we we see and experience in the movie and uh to to play all that under the surface i think Brad Pitt did a really good job because that comes down to facial expressions body language uh, and you can only do so much with well you would think I mean movies like this kind of prove you wrong you can only do so much with a guy just stone cold you know talking to people responding to people uh, he keeps doing these psych evaluations and he sounds fine there's not too too much of a hint that there's anything wrong so it feels like there's only so much you can do but when you get an actor and in this case a, a director who 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 work together well and they have a good idea and vision for the character that they commit to and and complete uh it just it's it's something to kind of marvel at Brad Pitt is he he's he's on a an upswing in his career he's really doing good right now so it was great to see him here um I'll shout out the score I have to listen to it you know isolated soon if I can if I remember you know there's a lot of movie scores and music to listen to but uh, I have to listen to that. But hearing what I heard in the movie, uh, along with the visuals, the score was really nice. Not the greatest, not not Blade Runner type stuff, not not the the, the main themes and, and a few cues from like Alien or something. But it, you know, that's like my level of love, not necessarily quality. I'm not I'm not going to I'm not comparing musical uh, theory and whatnot. But you know what I mean. So, but it, it worked. It was good for the movie. There was a few times where I thought it was maybe too much or just, yeah, I guess too much is, is a good way to put it, but still uh, a good a good part of the film. But uh, now I don't have anything that I really want to specifically review, say I, I like, I didn't like, other than what I've already said. Um, this movie... I'm still processing it. I, I'm going to have to listen and read what, what other people think and, and try and uh, really break down some of the meanings and themes. But to follow a journey of this this broken man, he his dad left him and his mom, his, his ill mom, at, at a really early point in his life. And I know his, his dad did love him I mean it's not like he, he was just a stone cold son of a bitch I mean well mostly his dad did love him and he cared but he as he says later in the movie he found his destiny and he he purposely and willfully he abandoned his child and uh, uh, to see the way that it was eating away at at, at Roy was just it was it was heartbreaking man uh, there was a couple of points in the movie where i was actually kind of close to maybe tearing up or just it just really got me emotional because this this isn't the newest ground in terms of story not that that's not a bad thing but i mean you know dealing with an issue like that like an absent father uh looking and you looking for your purpose in life and etc i mean 
that's something in it's not that's not like some crazy like this wasn't an apocalypse story yes in theory the world was at stake i mean that was like the the overarching action plot uh you know brad roy had to stop the the signal that was causing these these surges that were threatening the earth the solar system all of life really that we know of ho oh, ho um but uh when it when it gets down to it this this guy he's Roy is he's facing his demons I mean this was an outward it was like an outward visual representation of of what it it it, it feels like when you're 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 lost in life you're you're looking for that that missing piece that that parent that left uh uh and and just it was even though I think it's a happy ending he he learned a lot and he's the way the movie ends he's got a bright future ahead of him but for to see Roy just so many times he hits so many walls that uh that just hit him it's like he's running 100 miles an hour and he hits a wall especially at the end when his dad tells him I, I already said a little bit about this but when his dad tells him he's like I I I, I had a son and a wife and I chose to leave you I didn't think about you guys I didn't think about home for however I don't even know how long he was gone off the top of my head but and, and he tells him he's like you know and and then when he when they're they're about to leave and and his dad is talking about how he's like no we we have to finish this you have to go with me I mean I you can't let me fail this is you and I could have done so much together we're dying breed you're like me this is good it's um it's almost like uh like two like like two colleagues that just met for the first time I mean at one point in the film I mean even he knew it before but it, it's voiced over very clearly that the the people at command who were looking for his dad were just they ended up using him when he was when he was sending the messages the secure transmission from Mars he was like oh they're using me and and then to have the conversation like that with his dad where to me it, it sounds like his his dad the only thing he's not interested in what Roy is or who he is as a person he doesn't really care and uh you can see that I don't know if I mean it yes I think right then Roy realizes that that's what he's been doing his whole life that's why the woman that he loves and he 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 wanted to be with you know he 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 pushed her away and they they broke up and and uh he he doesn't really have any close personal relationships with anyone he's his heartbeat is like constant is in his psych evaluations before before the latter the later events of this movie his heart rate was never more than like 80 beats per minute resting i mean this guy is calm cool collected he compartment as he says in the movie he compartmentalizes when when anything happens he compartmentalizes breaks down he shifts away what he he doesn't need or want to deal with he he puts what he needs to at the forefront he figures it out he's a he's a robot he his purpose is always the mission that he's working on and for him to just look at his dad and have his dad just be that i mean there's two ways that can go when something like that happens whether it's fictional or not i i think um, no, I'm, I'll say, you know, in my own opinion, 
but uh, it can be something like this movie where it's sort of a happy end. Like, you know, Roy realizes that's I've been running towards my dad. I, I've been trying to find him and, and be him, and and I think everything's going to be okay. I, I don't know what to expect when I meet him, but I've, I need this. And to see that, and he realize everything falls into place in his mind. He, it, the line like forms, like it connects. He realizes, I I'm not a robot. I I don't always. It's not always about this mission. There's. It's not only me. I can reach out. I can I can love other people. I can involve them. I can. Life has. He has a new look on life. So something like that happens, like a good positive. But I imagine there's times where someone hears that and boom, right over the edge, just. Uh, breakdown they be they become they go on a path towards probably towards the end of their life from there so it's uh it it was it was sad and it's it's frightening to to feel that to witness that I didn't and I mean I think it is no matter what but it's also I give this I guess I give this movie credit I don't think it was trying to trick me at all in any way but leading up to the movie and in the very very beginning I wasn't I wasn't sure that it was gonna have anything close to this profound of an effect so I really really appreciate what was done here and for it to be what I like about it is it it doesn't since it since it turned out good it's not like I thought it was going to be like a a weird maybe offshoot version batter batter nice worse version of something like a 2001 space odyssey which I've said before on the podcast, I'm one of those people who doesn't like it just because I, I don't like to sit through the whole damn thing. But uh, or, or it wasn't it wasn't a copy of the of of a movie like that. It was its own movie because because it had um, at points it, it had pacing and like and and plot beats, script beats more similar to uh, an action movie and in, in like a, a mainstream. Uh, sort of popcorn flick film and it, and it had moments of of real action I mean there was a, a, a firefight on the moon there was a, a couple uh, you know hand-to-hand combat what in a hand-to-hand combat scene there was that scene with the the baboons the baboons I, I didn't I I I thought it was that's one where I'm sure was I, that's a funny one that's I think that's gonna be a point of talking in a lot of reviews and people are gonna mentioned that either they heard that people didn't like it or they themselves the reviewer doesn't like it because it's so out of the blue and it's so much and it, it when you think about it it might not fit but immediately after the scene the it's put into context I mean the, it was just it was like a a visual way of showing um uh some of the the issues going on right under the surface of Roy's very calm and and collected demeanor and uh speaking of that i keep saying worse version okay not worse version i keep mentioning uh, famous sci-fi movies 2001 and everything uh what i actually admire the movie i admire it for how it's different but also similar to movies such as that and i would call it a more accessible version of of 2001 a space odyssey not exactly i mean two completely different movies but it's just when you think about a movie like that something you have to for a lot of people they have to slog through it's it's very slow there's not too too much happening and and when it does it's 
it's it's it's different than what you see from like action finales that you're used to and whatnot. But this and and, and speaking and just trying to take that film in and then to look back and deconstruct it. I mean, I've only done it somewhat, and then that's through like several film classes like in high school and college and and watching and listening other people on, on YouTube and other platforms uh you know it break it down a little for me and, and allow me to to try and, and process it that way so this movie I'd say at Astra is it's much more accessible especially just the way it's presented I mean it's it's easier to stick with it, it does get a little I guess dry is the way to put it it gets a little it feels a little I think it still does a good job of not slowing down too much and uh the way they 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 handled maybe it's a little bit spoon-fed which at times is bad but in this movie I appreciate it because I'm a dummy but uh the voiceover of Brad, Brad Pitt and uh and some of the the way they'll have a scene that's feels big and important you'll see something you'll sort of see something like the baboon the baboon scene or uh, or you or you hear or there's something going on and then there's a following scene there's like an aftermath and and the movie almost explains itself or it kind of gives you a context for what it was doing and and it pushes it uses that to sum up what just happened and and reinforce what it's saying and and push along to the next scene and and keep the the story going so me so I appreciate that I, I like the way they structured that um uh, let's see is there anything else i wanted to touch on you know what i think that's about it i mean i just i did talk a lot about it but i just want to say one more time the visuals are some of the best i've seen i know i i know every time almost every time a big budget space you know movie that takes place in partly or fully in space comes out almost always the effects are just crazy i mean i think back to first man even which a movie i haven't watched in a little while and i should because i love it it's just movies like that where you see this uber uber realistic like perfect recreation of this spaceship floating over mars or something or the way neptune looked oh it's beautiful man this film has so much going for it just visually story-wise and it's accessible it's a little bit easier to break down and I, I think about it. and it's just and it, it really really hit me I mean it, it really pulls at the, the heartstrings man I, I this is not a perfect film like I said I need time to digest it myself and, and hear and read some other things about it uh, but just at the moment I don't have really anything bad to say about it and to close this baby out here, I'm going to rate this movie out of 10. I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. No, fuck that. You know what? Right now, it's a 10 out of 10. Uh, it Just a, a movie that blew my expectations right out of the water. It's I, I think it's profound. It's beautiful in, in a lot of different ways. And it's definitely something that... I'm going to remember and I'm going to rewatch many times. So, Ad Astra, what a great movie! All right, guys, uh, that does—that's about it. That's all I have for the review. Uh, make sure, as I said in the beginning of the episode, you can you can watch and and or listen to 
uh, Kason and I's most recent regular episode. It's right there on the channel. You can't miss it. And uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and check out the Meddling Kids podcast too, a podcast I have taken over as host. New episodes every Sunday. If you're listening to this right now, there is my first official episode will be in this Sunday. So get ready. Thank you guys so much for, for listening and, and, and watching. And tell me uh, if you've seen the movie, how you feel about it, or if you haven't, if you're excited to see it, whatever you want to bring to the discussion. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Well, that about wraps it up for today, you guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. In the meantime, you can go subscribe to our YouTube channel, drop a comment down below. Let us know how you feel about today's content or anything you want to bring to the discussion. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Backworld Movie News for updates on upcoming videos coming to you guys. And also, you can visit BackworldMovieNews.com for news updates from this guy, Two Thumbs. 